round eight considerable winners and mammoth losers. Let's get right to the considerable winners because, Maxi, you have picked out a team who have went from cellar dwellers all the way there in hell and they have risen like the incredible saints that they are. Absolutely, mate. I went with St Kilda, who <laughs> who beat Port Adelaide 73-44, to 44, 29 points. As I said earlier, I'm pretty filthy with Port Adelaide. I mean, <laughs> I've been downing them all year. I finally jump on the bandwagon and they let me down. So the Saints, they did jump to fourth on the ladder, but Richmond have overtaken them. But now I've got a 5-3 and three record with two bad losses, which they shouldn't have lost at both Fremantle and North. So when you think about it, they could potentially have been 7-1 and one and been clear on the ladder. They've just had a couple of fade-outs late in games, which has cost them. Pretty tight game up until three-quarter time, and you're just thinking it's Port Adelaide home ground. They're finally playing in front of a crowd. They're going to run away with this thing. And the Saints kick five goals to none in the final quarter. And they, they kicked 12 goals, one for the match, which has got to be one of the most accurate games ever, which is surprising for the Saints because in the last few years, they've been one of the most inaccurate sides. But the combination of Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall started working a lot better for them than it had been. They've had a few problems. I think they dropped Paddy Ryder a few weeks ago. But Paddy Ryder seems to be better just at the clearance work with his tap work and Rowan Marshall seems to be better around the ground and getting involved in the game. I'm really liking their forward line of King, Membry and Butler with also Gresham and Billings who are sort of those mid-forward types who are pretty similar but really damaging with the ball. And they've also got Hunter Clark and Nick Caulfield who were both picked 7 and 8 in the 2017 draft who are starting to really show good improvement both across the half-back line. So some good return on investment in the draft for the Saints there. And also Jack Steele's probably in career-best form. So the Saints are flying at the moment. With They've sort of got a tricky draw coming up. They've got Sydney and then Gold Coast, Jong and Essendon. So a few sort of 50-50 games. But if they can go 2-2 two and two or maybe even 3-1, and one, and they should set up their season from there. So really impressed with the Saints on the weekend. And Maxi, will you be locking in the Saints for finals this season? Is it a little bit too early to jump on board of them? Or do you think they'll get to that, as we suspect, that nine wins that possibly gets that team playing finals? I reckon they'll at least go two and two on there. So that sort of puts them in seven wins. But I'm backing them. I think they've, they've shown a lot of improvement. I really like all of their recruits. Zach Jones... Sort of, he's sort of reminded me a bit of his brother. He's, in Sydney, he was sort of um, more of an outside player and he's moved to the Saints and he's sort of become an inside ball. Still got his running on the outsides and probably sort of surprised me the most along with Butler, who's been a really good pickup and I don't think they gave up too much for him. So I'll back the Saints to make it from here, mate. What do you think? I think they'll make it. And another reason is, I think, Brett Radden. What an incredible story he has been. Mm. I think he was pretty stiff. He was prematurely sacked from Carlton. They weren't doing too badly. They got into a couple of final series with him, albeit not going all the way up. But with the list that they had, I thought he was getting them into good places. And then he went and did some assistant coaching with one of the best coaches in the game. He's a little bit under stress at the moment, Alistair Clarkson, but he's got the incredible winning record there. And then he's managed to come to St Kilda, obviously, after Alan Richardson was sacked. He's came in. The players absolutely love him, and that's one of the mm. best parts. It just looks like he's not only really accepted there, but he's really getting, as you mentioned, 
those key players to really play their role. And they look like a much better side with him coaching. And I've got to say as well, they've really nailed their recruits this season. And yeah. certainly Dougal Howard and Paddy Ryder, gosh, they had a point to prove against their old club and with a big crowd in as well. I know Dougal had a couple of shaky moments, but I mean, how good was that goal from Paddy Ryder? And as we mentioned before we went on air, gee, Paddy Ryder likes to turn it on against his ex-club. <laughs> yeah, he played very well against the Bombers for the Port Adelaide Cow. I think you're right with Ratton. I think in his Carlton days, he was criticised pretty heavily for being a little bit of a supporter on the bench. He used to show a lot of emotion, but you can see after the games, all the Saints players love him and they obviously love playing for him and they're reaping the rewards from it. And I think when, you, when you've got a 5-3 record and you're in the top four, it's probably easier to show a bit of love for your coach. But it looks like everyone at St Kilda really likes him. And Fryzy, you love your big, lanky, tall forwards. He's wearing the number 12, big Maxi King. And gosh, doesn't he look like a great find for them? Just wish for five minutes they could all stop talking about uh, him ultimately joining his brother. No one knows if that's going to happen. It might happen. Let's just wait and see. Let's just appreciate for now what a impressive full package of a uh, a young talent we have here nothing nothing else at the moment matters you know <laughs> absolutely and talking about their forward lines look we know tim memory has missed some absolute sitters but gosh Gents, does that karate kick goal make up for that miss against Hawthorne? I reckon it does, man. It was pretty incredible. When it sort of happened, he wasn't really sure whether or not it was a goal. He sort of put his hand up, but he wasn't 100% sure. And then they were about to play on, and then the umpires have caught it back. <laughs> and he was pretty happy with his work after it. But as it happened, I don't think he even knew that it was a goal. It was incredible because I think the ball came off the fist of Tom Jonas straight onto yeah, his onto boot, boot and went through for the goal. So he might not have even felt the contact. I mean, it was just one of those extraordinary instances. But he got his foot in a good position, managed to get the goal, and it certainly helped the Saints' accuracy, as we mentioned before. Well, Maxi, that was a great analysis of the Saints. They are going along very, very nicely at the moment, and hopefully Eric Banner can join them some stage in the hub. I mean, it's unbel- it's, it, I guess it's a case of old Chop Chop doing his bit for Tourism Victoria, you know? Along with Warney, get all the greats back from the St Kilda Football Club and really get around the Saints in 2020. I mean, gosh, they've only won one premiership. If they can win a second, why can't it be in 2020? I reckon they're a big chance.